Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Tome Travelers. This is episode 15, and we are talking about The Emperor's Blades. We have finished it. Uh, this is our fifth book, and we finally finished it. Um, and so we're really excited to dive into this one. So massive spoiler warning for The Emperor's Blades by Brian Stavely, which right here, solid book. Uh, but before we get into the spoilers, we have a couple of announcements. Uh, the first is next month's book is Six of Crows by leia bardot is that how you say her name leia yeah, bardot I, 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 I didn't know this but i might have said this last time but she did that uh that shadow and bone series too which I okay guess yeah oh, okay yeah um i didn't know that but cool um so next month's book six of crows and also we have our discord open and available the description is in the link of the youtube video so if you the link join, is in the description of the youtube video <laughs> is, is in the description what did i say you backwards. Yeah, oh, backwards. is in the YouTube video of the description? Yeah, something Man, like that. It's been a day. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, make sure you guys join if you want to get involved with the community and hang out and stuff. Um, yeah, we have our fantasy question this episode. What's in? What are? What's our question? Which fantasy author would you like to have a conversation with the most? If you could sit down with one author, who would it be? Take this one first, Dylan. Tolkien, dude, Tolkien. that's what I was gonna say. I'm not even yeah. Tolkien. No, I, I knew, I knew that's what you were gonna say, either that or Sanderson. But I was like, I feel like, I feel like he's gotta say. I mean, I feel like that should be like a lot of people's though, just because I mean, yeah. he like he, reinvented no, man, the genre. No, yeah, created his own language. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you um, can't. I mean, dude, he, I'm so upset. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Do you have a backup answer? Um, I mean, my backup answer would just be Sanderson, I think. Yeah, that's like, fair. I figured. Like, I figured. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd say Sanderson. Maybe Isaac Asimov, just because that'd be fun. Yeah. But um, I I would I would I would have said Tolkien just because like, like Dylan said, like he created languages, like he reinvented the genre, homie, like he oh, me. <laughs> he's blown my mind like i recently binged the lord of the rings as my yearly binge right and so you know when you do that you get like the tolkien itch so i've just yeah. been diving in it all into all the lore and i'm just like i want to have a conversation with this man you know yeah then you want to watch the yeah. hobbit and then you want to yeah. read the summary yeah it's just yeah it's just it's just it is what it is it's a canon event um but yeah what about you it's fair enough uh, so I, man, I struggled to pick between Patrick Rothfuss and Joe Abercrombie just because they're my two favorites and the stuff that they've written is like, I don't know, to me feels really inspired. So I want to know like what motivated them. Probably Joe Abercrombie right now, I think right. would be my pick. I feel like if you, if you tried to have a conversation with Patrick Rothfuss, it'd just be, so when's the next book coming out? <laughs> yeah yeah so i think it would at? lean that way so. See, my other one my other one was uh lynch and i yeah. feel like i'd be doing the same thing but i, I feel think like he'd be really he would be a good time yeah i think he would too i think he'd be really uh, interesting to talk to i feel I, so i'm like in my head i just imagine him as being a block you know i just imagine yeah. him being that character so yeah yeah and i think when i think of joe abercrombie i think of costa yeah like that's that's how i think of him i don't know if that's accurate or not but that's just the thing in my head. Like, that's his self-insert. I think Matt hasn't a... got to meet Costa yet. Yeah, that's true. I haven't. Uh, maybe sometime soon, though. Maybe Ayo. soon. Now, my next, my next uh, TBR is uh, The Great Hunt. 
Yeah. Which are we doing those at the beginning or the end of the episode? Like what are we um, doing in the intermediate? Yeah, we'll, doesn't we can matter. Do it at the end. We yeah. can do it at the end. All right. Yeah, we'll do our TBRs at so the end. I don't forget. Um. Well, yeah. Who wants to take the synopsis? Uh, I'll take it. Uh. Whenever we dive into episode fifteen of the Tome Trap. All right, so uh, Valen uh, has discovered the people who were involved in the plot to kill him, which were Sammy Ural and Balandin. I don't know if I said that right. But, yeah, Balandin. Close enough. But Balandin, who is a leech, he uses emotion to fuel his power, and this will be important later. Um, Valen fears for Caden's life, so he and some homies steal a bird and go save Caden because they're now like the... Attempt... Attempt to save Caden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Attempt to save Caden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Caden learns his newfound purpose and also finds that he is now the emperor. Um, he gets a concubine named Trist or Triste. I'm not sure, but soon's become soon becomes the subject of an assassination attempt, uh, where he gets saved by Pyre, who is actually an assassin hired to protect Caden. So. Caden was getting assassinated, trying to be at least, and he was saved by an assassin. An assassin. An assassin. Um, a priest of the a priestess of the death goddess. Yeah, that was yeah. that was pretty pretty. Skull sword. Um, and then back at the palace, Arde kills the priest secretly, um, and Balandin tries to kill Caden, but unsuccessful because Caden has no emotions. I wrote well, it's this not secretly synopsis. though. Yeah, it wasn't secret. It's in, it was in front no, of everybody. It was, it was in front of yeah. everyone, but it was like it was a dart, so it was like hidden because he. Well, that no, she announced about the dart though. She said, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm shooting with a dart to show y'all that he's a leech." Yeah, once he goes to sleep, he's oh. just gonna get burned to a crisp. Was, I'm not yeah, capping. I I read half of this book today, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> some things might have gotten through me. Um, Baladin tries to kill Caden, but is unsuccessful because Caden has what is it? No emotions. It's almost like yeah. he trained for this. Caden uh, meets back up with Valen, and we flash back to the palace where Adare learns from a secret note that her father left her that the priest was not the one who would kill him, but it was, in fact, her lover. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I love that Caden just becomes, like, what every incel thinks they are by the end of the book. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so stoic. I have no emotions. But, like, actually, he's so stoic and has no emotions. <laughs> yeah. Actual. So, uh, let's just. Uh, I got a question down in the deeper in the show notes, but I'll, I'll ask it first. What was your guys's favorite part or scene from this book? Ooh. Um. I th- honestly, I think Valen eating the black egg, like Hall's trial, that whole sequence of stuff, that was really cool. Oh, from the entire book? Yeah, over mm. the entire okay. book. What your favorite scene um. was? Here you go, and I'll, I'll think about mine. <laughs> I go, um, <laughs> I'll. Oh man, see, I've even I wrote this question. I had time to think about it, and I and I still don't know. I think I have it tied between um. Uh. This is weird. Whenever uh Valen, whenever the ship comes into the harbor and Valen goes to investigate, and the guy is has his like hand on his like neck yeah. keeping the blood i just don't know why but that scene has stuck with me the entire time we've read this book 
So yeah. uh, either between that one and also the black egg when when he eats the when he eats the egg scene, that was sick. I think I really like the scene where uh like Caden gets the no emotions and he's just like really like calculating with like when they're facing Valandon and then he's just like he just knocks out Valen <laughs> and then like use it like he takes the information from Valen's head about how the crossbow works and shoots him. I don't know. I, I don't know why that one just like jumps out in my head more than any of the others, but like I just like how he kind of becomes almost like a robot and just like I don't know. He finally like gets where he was like working to get, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was there was a lot of rewarding stuff in the last couple chapters of this book. Yeah, I was gonna say the second part fixed a lot of the problems I had with the first part. Yeah, yeah. I definitely like, agree. A lot of them. Definitely agree. And it also answered yeah, think, a lot of questions we had too. Yeah, I, I think the one thing that persisted was that we didn't see much of Adair. I mean, the, yeah. the developments we got were important in developments, yeah. but we yeah. just didn't see that much of her still. Um, I think but Caden all... got developed quite a bit more. Yeah, I think, or yeah. Th- there was like payoff for the development, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I see, think, I think, uh... I think next book we're gonna see a lot more of uh, Adairi. Yeah, yeah. I I wrote in the show notes capital. that like for Adairi, whenever we talk about her, that I just wish there was more of her because like yeah. I'm pretty sure in the entire book there were like eight chapters from her POV, and like yeah. all of them were heaters. Like every single one of them was like, oh, what's happening now? Oh, what's happening now? And like. You can't say the same for like Caden or Valen. Like they were so good, but I don't yeah, know. I, I wish will... there was more Adare or Dare. She felt a little plot devicey too because of that, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like, yeah. She she only but... really came in to move the plot forward. Right, but I think I think I think the way it was set up was it was like this book was kind of about getting Valen and Caden where they are, and then I think next book because it talks about how Valen's going to the capital and all this. I think it's going to be a lot of more. Uh, uh, political intrigue type stuff with her involved. Oh, for and I sure. And I think she's going to be very important next book. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this book could, still I think gives Kane will me... be less important next book. I think because he's going to go, I think like, well, it'll be more of what Valen and her doing in the Capitol next book. And then Caden right. like jumps in every couple chapters. and Well, Caden's going to be elevated to this position of like Emperor where his concern, it, almost like Dalinar in Rhythm of War. You know where where he has to take a back seat because he's just not like an active player. Yeah. In the game, that's kind of the. I don't know. I was gonna say that this book is still giving me Malazan vibes, even after finishing it. It still gives me, um, specifically the first book, which I can't remember the name of. Gardens Malice. of the Moon. Yeah, Gardens of the Moon. Um, it's again. I'm not saying it's necessarily that quality, but like it, it has the same kind of like. Is texture weird? Is that weird? Or tone, I guess? Yeah. Kind of. Um, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like fantasy, but but bleaker, uh, but not grimdark. It's not like just suffering everywhere because, you know, humanity is, like consciousness is suffering or whatever. It's just like this world is kind of dark. Yeah. Yeah. But still fantastical. Yeah. Kind of like mixing those two things together. Like the this almost gave me more Game of Thrones vibes because it was like... I feel like Adare isn't like she, she's obviously important in this book, but we don't get a lot of her. And like, mm-hmm. that's paralleled a lot in game of Thrones where it's like, you get a little bit of really important people in the beginning. And that payoff doesn't come until the end when they're like key focus, all the things happening within. So I feel like in mm-hmm. future books, definitely Adare is going to be like 
a much bigger character um and but yeah the grim darkness of it all like Caden like this pat like this throne uh power position thing or whatever it's kind of weird and yeah it's kind of the vibe I, I, th I got from it I think there's also like um a parallel just like the leeches being kind of ostracized and feared and mysterious uh, and then the Sestrum being like ancient and unknown, uh, which I mean, you know, th those are things that happen in all of like sci-fi and fantasy and like narrative fiction or whatever. But yeah, it just gives me Malazan vibes. So if if you guys like this, check out Malazan for sure. Yeah, I definitely want to check out Malazan at some point in my future, but my TBR list is long. <laughs> like and adding TBR that series, yeah, for real. And then adding that series to your TBR extends it quite yeah. a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, so yeah, uh, do you guys want to talk about Adare first? Yeah, um, sure. I mean, there's, there's so much. So we kind of briefly talked yeah. about in the synopsis about her, um, like shooting the dart into the guy, mm -hmm. knocks him unconscious, and then he burns he alive. Burns yeah. Um, thoughts on good riddance. Good riddance to Unian. Yeah. Oh was yeah. A, a bastard. Unian, that's his name. I forgot it. I but thought the way she did it was slick. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, talking about stuff it fixed though like i i enjoy like it it did basically what we called last episode where it was like he was just like a he was the one holding the left holding the bag and it was really this uh commander guy that well we assume from the letter it was this commander guy and i i believe it is but i it it fixed what you know what, what we thought he was and what Uinian was and um i enjoyed that uh again i wish we had more of her but but seeing what's going on in like actually in the kingdom but yeah um talking about like the the commander or whatever that uh we find out at the end who it is what did you guys think of the note that was I, it, it was makes... shocking kind of but but also not at the same time so it made sense to me because yeah we learn we learned from Caden and tan that the emperor had all these same abilities that the other monks have where they can kind of really like they can read people you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and so we know the emperor had those abilities and so it's kind of hard to for me to believe that he um uh was just taken in by some simple plot yeah just, just right was just taken in by some simple plot so it makes a lot of sense to me that he knew what was coming and, and that the person that killed him was somebody that had no emotion that he could read Right, right, right. The fact that he's Sestrum makes a ton of sense. Yeah, um, I just thought it was a little obvious, and we we talked about it last episode how we yeah. thought he was going to end up being the big bad. I I just thought it was a little obvious. It didn't like piss me off. I didn't roll my eyes at it. Just, right, you know, I think there could have been more layers to obfuscate that, and like, you know, I didn't mind that it was obvious. Um, I agree. It like we basically called that entire thing last last episode but I, yeah. I didn't mind that it was obvious because um i feel like stavely did it in a good way yeah like, I, don't, I, don't, I think it was well yeah, written yeah. yeah yeah i think it was well written um if it had been like if it had been uinian i would have had a problem with it yeah because yeah, that yeah. was just too obvious well yeah, it was boring um, it was like where are you going from yeah, here dog yeah like, exactly yeah um, um i i i enjoyed the way that he did it and then also the way that like she has this revelation reading it and then he literally walks in and is like 
you're reading something, you know, good or whatever. And she's like, she literally froze and she had to make the split second decision of that time of, do I scream? Do I cower in fear? Do like, what do I do here? And she's just like, okay, I have to pretend I don't know anything. Play Play the the part. part. And I, I really enjoyed that. I really think that sets her up for the next book to be a major character. Like not yeah, just in the I, sense. I just hope that he doesn't Sansa her. You yeah. Know, like yeah. And I don't know about Sansa in the books. I like I've I watched the series more. You know, I've read the first book read the and I've watched I, the series. So. Yeah, I've read the first book and watched the series. Um, so I don't know how she is in the books, but I know in in the TV show, every time Sansa was on screen, I was annoyed. And like when terrible things would happen to her, I'd be like, "Oh, that sucks." But then like thirty <laughs> seconds later, I'd be like, "Oh, but it's still st- it's still Sansa though. Like I, I still don't <laughs> like you." Uh, so I hope That's they fair. don't Sansa her and just have her as like a plot device or yeah. something. But yeah. and until the uh, end, she knows. really didn't do anything to defend herself. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she, I, I, no, I she was making like... moves. Like Adair, Adair was making moves. She just... no, I mean, I mean Sansa. But she was technically uh, making yeah. moves with the other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. on Sansa. No, I, I feel like a, I feel like Adair is gonna be the opposite. I feel like she's not just gonna take stuff sitting down. Yeah, I'm optimistic about it because of the way she handled the Unian thing. Like, I'm optimistic that she won't just be a plot device or like a you know cardboard 2D cutout. Yeah. So. Right. Um. Yeah. It's really uh, all on her though. Yeah, that's yeah, all I got it, on her too. She had a couple big story beats, but like it was just the like two of them basically. Yeah. yeah. I really like her. Yeah. I want to see more of her. That's like my yeah. if if I don't get more Dare in the next book, I might give up on the series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I would necessarily take I, I just want more stuff to happen with Valen and Caden's like abilities, because the leeches are like pretty magical. Yeah. And then you have the giant birds, the Ketrol. Like the world is pretty magical, so if they could yeah. do some, you know, cool shonen yeah. anime well, stuff, like that'd be awesome. It did what I wanted it to do and brought it connected all their stories. It connected yeah. all their stories, right? It, yeah. Which yeah, was but... really important to me uh, to continue on with this book, and I think he did it in really good in a really good way. Um, it kind of connected a dairy, but I feel like it could do it more, and I think that's what I was saying. I think we're gonna see more of it next episode or next uh, episode. book. Yeah. yeah next book um i just see two ways i see two ways that this this series could be really good in either way it goes um where it does lean into more of the like shonen anime side of fantasy with all of the the magic that he's built into the world or it's not even necessarily magic like right the uh the skull sworn is kind of another example of like just cool badass stuff in the world yeah the cat, the catchall are like cool and badass yeah. and like you know, um, so if there's a lot of that kind of thing and it leans kind of more in the Sandersony um, like Mistborn era one kind of style of book, it could it could be good casual fun or if it goes more like Malazani or Game of Thrones, then maybe it could be like a political intrigue a, type stuff. Yeah, yeah, then maybe it could just be like straight up a, a banger like a classic or something. But yeah. book one is has just well, I'll get some ratings and stuff. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think it's gonna be a little bit of both. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Like I like how in the back, because I know you guys listen to the audiobooks. In the back, it has like the almost like appendix, like Sanderson does, where it's like, "Hey, here are the gods. Here are the Navarum, the Sestrum, and the humans, oh, and really? like what their ancestry is, and things like that." 
and uh, it's like the old gods, the new gods, what they do. And I really like that because the amount of like tiny bit of mention that we get from them, I can flip to the back and have like a, just a brief understanding of what's happening. And I like, I like it when books have that, like it, it, it just feels so much more massive whenever like they say something like, Oh, she's an assassin of, or, uh, um, the, she's the priestess of priestess uh, the of the goddess, goddess of death. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, and then I flip to the back and I'm like, oh, who's that? And what does that do? And I get like a paragraph somewhere on what that is. It's not just like something that the author was like, this sounds cool. I'm going to put it in. But it's actually a built-in world and it has meaning. And I think yeah. that's cool. And I think that attributes itself to both like Malazani type books and Sanderson fun read type books. So, yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. I didn't know that was back there. That's cool. Yeah, that, that really helped me when I was reading a lot because it just like dropped a God's name and I'd be like, hold up, what? flip to the back i like i like those little puzzles though of trying to put together the world yeah but i mean a glossary is not a terrible thing because yeah. if you don't want to look at it you don't have to well, the good yeah. thing about a series too is like you can remember that for later like if it was just a one-off then like it's really good to have those things because you yeah. but then you know you read two or three books with the same gods and the same you know priestesses and all that stuff it uh uh it comes a little easier to suss out it a little easier yeah yeah Okay, will uh, we move on to Caden? Yeah. Yeah. Caden. Or do you want to do Valen first? I think I think Valen was more I mean he was less the focus in the second half. Yeah. But I mean it, he was really our, our our main character, I feel like. If huh? Yeah, I think so. I think Valen was, was was more the main character than the other I, two. I think so in the first book. Or in the first part, in the second part though, I really feel like it was almost fifty-fifty. Actually, at the end, so the, like the last couple chapters, I think it switched to Caden pretty hard. Yeah, maybe the last, yeah, the last couple yeah. chapters, last few chapters. Yeah. I would agree with that, but because Valen kind of has more story time, the whole majority of the book, I would say Valen's the focus of this book, and then I think okay. it just sets up Caden for the next book. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But all right, uh, so let's uh, let's talk about Caden. Uh, we see him kind of learning under Tan more, learning more about like um, uh, basically like remember, basically remembering like, well, not really remembering, but like feeling his surroundings without being able to see of the what 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 did he call it? Something of the body. Um, oh, the flesh. There's the yeah, the flesh. The summon the. Uh, the the ki the Kinlon is oh, that what it is? Uh, the the Keteron Keteron yeah Keteron Kinlon something like that Keteron Keteron <laughs> the something of the flesh the flesh mind yeah Keteron. the flesh mind flesh mind yeah, yeah the it's the the Kinlon uh, uh see him yep. doing that and then we see uh two visitors come and um what y'all think about the visitors at first did y'all think they were gonna they were there to kill him. Yeah, I kind of one hundred percent because we yeah. knew everything that was going on. I was like, "There's no shot he's safe." I thought that I, they were the Ketrol in disguise. Honestly, I thought that they were the the wing that had been sent up there. Yeah, like yeah, in disguise, in disguise. because it was um, what's his face, the evil guy, um, Ural. It was yeah. Ural, yeah. it was Ural's wing. So I thought I thought they were just undercover, like trying to get into a position to kill Caden, like covertly, uh, yeah. and then it turned out to not be them at all. Yeah, I honestly, I I thought they were there to kill him, and then we see we see the knights and stuff come, 
and I honestly did not see that going that way. No, um, neither. I thought it was going to be way more like underhanded. <laughs> if yeah. it, it, I. I thought I thought they were gonna try to kill him, and then maybe the monk guy was gonna try to kill him. But I thought that the knight guy was was gonna be on their side, a hundred percent. Like I thought he was gonna be, uh, uh, Team Caden all the way. But Micajur um, was that his name, Micajur Ert or something like that? Oh man, yeah, Ert, 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 or Alt, yeah. Alt, Alt, Alt. I think. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and we see, we see him bring the the girl in and. I'm like, okay, so this guy's trying to get on Caden's good side, and then they go in, they go in the tent, and like they're all talking, and then we hear, uh, you know, the thing in the back, and it's uh, it's the kid. He's like, hey, they're planning to come kill you, bro. <laughs> um, I, I I really didn't see it going that way. I uh, I really thought like there was gonna be like a lot more like political stuff between him and the blind guy, and then Ult was just gonna be his night captain, and then uh, Pierre or however you say her name was gonna be trying to kill him. So I uh, that threw me for a loop. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming either. I, I will say that this is the part of the book that confused me the most because, like, I, agree. I didn't understand the motivations. And I know he wants those to be the questions you're asking going into book two. Uh, like, again, it's not a thing I'm mad about. It's not a complaint. I just uh, I have a lot of questions about, like, who the blindfolded guy is, uh, yeah. which I want y'all's theories on that in a second. Um, but, yeah, I have questions about who the blind guy is. Um, and then why the Sestrum took over the kingdom the way that he did. And why everyone's going along with it. That's yeah, and why everyone's going, why everyone's going, going, going along with it. Yeah. Um, but so who do you think the blindfolded guy what, is? So the blind guy, the blindfold guy, I think he's just, I don't know if he's Sestrum. But I think maybe he is um, definitely like, maybe like some kind of researcher for him or something because he seems to like be making these spiders and be connected to them so he could be sestrum since it's a sestrum uh technology but i i don't know i really don't think he's sestrum um and my only my only like theory for why everyone's just going along with it is just that that dude was like their big military leader and he probably convinced them that caden couldn't keep the empire together yeah, but you would think it would be more out in the open if he was, like, trying to sow the seeds of rebellion or something. Yeah. Well, my biggest deal is, like, why did Ult, why, and this is, or Ult, or what, the, the guard guy, um, why did he turn? Because he knew him when they were kids. Like, I feel like it'd have to be something big. Yeah, it's you know generational. I mean? Like, it, it's generation-spanning conspiracy, is what it yeah. seems like. Yeah, because, I mean, he was, he was the Emperor's, like, main, like, guard captain. Like, I feel yeah. like, I feel like I don't know, I, and it, it talked about. I think it talked about how he was really loyal too. So like, it, it I, I feel like it'd have to be something big, like some like. So my theory is that blindfold guy is one of the other handful of emotion leeches, and that okay. his his oh. works some some way in some way differently, where maybe he can manipulate people's emotions, like instead of it just turning into raw power, like with Balandon, maybe he has like some kind of telepathy or like mind control okay see i was thinking the opposite of like you guys were like instead of saying okay i don't think he's a sestrum if he is a sestrum what if he's tannis from the prologue i don't think that he'd be as jovial i thought you thought, like, I thought, you thought tan was tannis from the prologue i know i thought that but now i know that he's not that because he's so tannis you're just trying like, to figure out why the prologue is there basically yes 100 <laughs> percent 
Because there's no way well, he drops I mean, it introduces his name. Sestrum. It introduces the Sestrum, yeah. yes. But well, it also got, introduces like, the concept to us that humans are like the inferior, inferior children yeah. of the Sestrum. Yeah. That's true, but... I don't know. The, the Tannis and Tan thing like still kind of makes sense to me, just because of the yeah. names. But He does seem to have emotion in the cave, but maybe oh, not. 100%. I don't know. Well, they're, well, no, because they're, like, emotionless, and he's, like, ahead of the Order or something like that. Well, but it's also said before that even the oldest monks don't have the, like, perfect Vanyate or or whatever it's called, the, yeah. the blankness. Yeah. Like, even the oldest monks who are the most successful, like, aren't always perfectly still and empty. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. But to me, like, it seems like Tan... It, it seems like something is like really going on with him because he just like when Caden was struggling, he basically just gave him a scenario that made him immediately find it. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that was plot device. I don't know, but it seemed to me like he knew exactly how to teach him and gave him like a little cheat code. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it gives, I don't know. It's kind of like Gojo esque in a way, if that makes sense. It's, it's not like, it sounds pedantic or stupid or shortcutty or plot device or whatever, but but then the way he executes it's pretty pretty tasteful. Like you believe yeah. that the character actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah, you know, like Tan is a is a bad motherfucker. Like it, it's not hard to believe that or get on board yeah. with it. Yeah, well that and he fought all those spiders by himself and lived yeah. somehow too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He comes through. I mean, not without a scratch, but like he comes out yeah. pretty scot free. Yeah. Yeah. Homies goaded. Yep. And doesn't he fight one of the soldiers or a couple of the soldiers with a spear on like a rock slope or something and just fuck him up like him and Pierre? Like when they're uh, like right before they meet up with Valen? When they're escaping. Uh, I think so. When they're escaping the Yeah, because uh, it's, yeah, it's him, Monastery Pierre, or whatever. and Triste or whatever. Yeah. And they're yeah. the sending the... him off, yeah. There's and then there's that too, other, but... yeah, the other monk yeah, that Pierre, Pierre ends up killing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's slowing us down, just kidney shanks him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, Pierre is brutal. Just, oh, you know, what's another death? That's just an offering to my god, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a priestess for the god of death. I know, yeah. Man. It's kind of insane. Yeah. That's pretty cool world building. I really liked that addition of, like, yeah. having well, the priestess show up and it be like, oh, the priestess of the death goddess is, like... They're assassins. In, they're assassins. They're, like, yeah. intimately yeah. familiar with death. Yeah. Well, I like how it's so. We've. I like how it. It seems like all the priests and priestesses of their the gods, they like actually like have some sort of like. I don't know. So like so like the one that Triste is or like her mom is like they're all basically they're all basically like. Uh, not really prostitutes. Kind yeah. Of. But it's all things like pleasurable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pleasure goddess or whatever, and then you got the the skull sworn or whatever which is assassins for the death god that makes 100 percent sense and then yeah. you got this blank god or this blank god and they're monks that try to Be clear their become minds. empty yeah. become empty like i think that's really cool good world building like whitson said um they're not just priests and priestesses yeah yeah and then also the the fact that the largest religion uh is also the one where unians basically just doing like like mega church equivalent of this of this yeah. world's religion where he's just like throwing stuff into the pyre and then saying give me your money 
it's and then the... all these other priesthoods are like people actively participating in the thing that their god is like the god over. Yeah, he's just, a, like, he was a leech the whole time. The... Yeah, and he was a leech the whole time. That's Did good... we figure out what his uh his totem was? I don't think so. Uh -huh. I don't think so either. No, I don't we, guess it really his matters, well, but yeah, his well. We don't, we don't know what his well really was, matters. but yeah, yeah. I want to know what um, Tall is that his name? The leech, Valen's leech. He he tells he tells uh, you what he is. Yeah. No, I, I know it's iron. Uh, I want to yeah. know what he can do because I know he's yeah. like good. He's supposed to be good at, at combat, like close combat, and good with a bow. What? Well, yeah, uh, it said he got good at that because his powers weren't that strong. Well, I want to know if like iron but, being his source specifically gives him like like Mistborn, like where uh, what is it? Ten gives you physical strength or whatever. Um, yeah. I want to know if it's like that, where like the mat, like maybe he does body augmentation and body enhancement magic because iron is his well, and then so you like, know what I mean. I think it's like a source issue because the re the reason Baladin was so strong was because of the emotions that mm -hmm. were used on him were so strong. So I'm right. wondering if like eventually maybe he can like feel the iron in the ground or something and can like pull off of it, and maybe like if they're on like a big iron well or something, like if they go to a mine or something. And they're fighting in yeah. a mind. Like, I wonder if he can do a lot more. Yeah. I would assume. But... I, I just want the, the magic system to be expanded on more. Not that he didn't do enough to, like, make me intrigued by it. Because, you know, yeah. I want to know the answers. Um, but I just hope there's more of it in book two. Yeah. Like, I hope we, yeah. we get to spend some more time with the leech and, like, learn some more. Yeah. Which I I think, uh, kind of, well, I guess this kind of moving on to Valen. Do y'all have anything more about Caden you want to talk about? No, we can go on. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I will say, like, uh, what do we want to talk about, like, where they're going and stuff at the end after we yeah, talk we about Balan? Yeah, we can do that after yeah. Balan, yeah. Okay. Like, questions leading into book two. Um, I kind of think that Valen is going to become, like, semi-magical, at, at least. I mean, he's he already can, like, kind of halfway can, there. Like, okay. People. Yeah. Yeah. It, he... He puts us in, like, this weird position because we know he's older than Caden, but he doesn't have, like, the Emperor's eyes or whatever. And so, like, he can't he can't have the throne, essentially. So something's, like, gotta happen to him that makes him... Like, not that the fact that, like, he's... um Oh, crap. What are they called? What's his order called? I forget. Ketrol, yeah. Like, yeah. not the fact that he's Ketrol, but also now, like, he did go rogue as a Ketrol, so they're definitely probably gonna kick him out. So something's going to happen with him that ha he has, like, some sort of transformation, I think. Um, maybe he becomes, like, a leech or magical somehow. I don't know. But um, there's definitely something more going on with him. Well, there's some kind of parallel between him and the spiders. Yeah. Right, the Sestrum spiders. And is that the same animal that he was fighting in those caves in Hall's Trial? Do we, do we know? I mean, is it... Does it explain we it well know. enough? Because it seems that way to me, but I also haven't gone back and reread it, so it could be it could have described it totally differently. Right. We don't know. I don't remember, but it was a spider, though, right? It was a huge spider. I think so. On a remote like island out in the middle of the ocean. So I'm thinking maybe it's like one of those spiders left over from you know when the Cestrum were. I feel like it's definitely got something to do with the Cestrum. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, he can he can see in the dark and hear extremely well, and his like 
reflexes are better. Or so, like Ketrol are already like semi superhuman, right? Just from the regular eggs, and then he drank the giant like black egg, right? Like a shit ton of it, and then his eyes like smoldered and became yeah, like, like the the emperor's eyes, yeah. basically. I don't. Know. I just. I, I'm hoping that he's magical, but not in like a chosen one way. Right. I'm not yeah, excited I'll... to see where it goes for sure. Yeah, like I said, it seems like he can like sense people, kind of, or like mm-hmm. he even like I feel like he even sensed emotion at one point, or maybe not emotion, but like he sensed like how they I don't know. He could like sense that Caden wasn't feeling anything. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and he could feel fear coming off of somebody else. Yeah. At yeah. one point. So I thought like maybe his senses were heightened, but maybe it's more of like a, I don't know, maybe it's more like a uh, empath type deal. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the spiders track people by their emotions too, though, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if these spiders have other abilities, and if he got them, is he yeah. fantasy Spider-Man? What's hmm. what's going on with him? Spider-Man. He just becomes Tobey Maguire. What do you think <laughs> about his uh, his crew? Yeah, Luna, like Anakin Towel. I like how at the beginning he was just like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he got the best boat. Yeah, he got the best demolitionist. Got the best bow person. Best sniper, and then yeah, then he got Towel, who's not the strongest leech, but I mean, fuck, yeah, he has a leech. leech he te- yeah, he technically got the best flyer too. He's just the he's got to like he's batshit insane. Yeah, he's <laughs> got to change his way to yeah. Well, then they came up with the new hooks, which I will say that was the most that was the scene in the book that gave me the most Sanderson vibes. It yeah. just I was getting so many flashbacks to Rhythm of War reading that section. Rabonial is gonna show up. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think him and I like how the the flea like was like trying to help him too become a better commander. I re, I want to see how that how their relationship evolves because I know like right now the flea's coming after him or he believes they are. Uh, but I, I'm wondering if like maybe like the flea is going to. I'm hoping the flea's gonna end up being a good guy and like see that he's trying to help the empire. Or the actual emperor and like help Caden, maybe. You think but... it's gonna go down that way? Do you no. think the area is part of the plot? I think that's too I think that's too easy. No. Yeah. Do you think the area is in on the plot? Like uh, Petrol Command? Yeah. I think they've gotta be. I mean if, if you're the if you're the commander guy and you've got all these you've been planning this for a long time, why would you not get the best fighters in the yeah, and I I feel like Sammy Earl also didn't come up with that plan by himself. I feel like someone right. had to been like, you know, hey, this is what's going on. That's where I've been at with it because since Sammy Earl, but but he didn't know Micah or or whatever. He didn't know the guardsmen. Like they they didn't know each other. They had to introduce themselves, and like then Valen showed up and said, "Hey, right. Sammy Earl's here to kill Caden. Like you can't let." And then he said, "Oh well, that bolstered my cause. Like thanks for vouching for me." Yeah, but I don't like those are two different guard people. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't. They have nothing to do with the Kestrel. So like Kestrel Command could still have something to do with it. And then it's not like they have cell phones. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's a secret plot to murder the Emperor and his children. Yeah, so yeah. you can't really. 
Right. Can't just be sending a dove across the country without or pigeon or whatever. <laughs> I guess yeah. doves aren't the greatest messengers. But yeah, that's uh that's kind of where I was at with it too. It's like Sammy Earl obviously wasn't doing that alone. He he was an idiot. Like there's no way that he's the one that came up with the plan. And he just has no no motivation to kill Caden as far as I can tell. Yeah. Or it didn't it didn't establish any motivation for him to want to kill Caden. So we yeah. think that Ran also put Sammy Earl up to it. I feel like somebody had to have told Sammy Her Sammy Earl what was going on. Like I don't feel like he just was like like he didn't just automatically know there was gonna be a, a plot to kill the Emperor and all that and go right. after Valen. Or where the Emperor was. Yeah. You know. Uh did he take credit for the what happened on the ship? No, I don't think he ever no. did. I don't think they took credit yeah. for that. So I think I think that was probably the Fleas crew, because he knew exactly where they were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was probably the Fleas crew, um, and then uh, Command, which the the lady that or the like the main like uh, uh, basically the principal of the school or whatever. She uh, she was on Sammy Earl's side. Like she was like Sammy Earl all the way. Um, and like took his word for it when he said that uh, they or they killed the uh, the whore that was uh, said that his crew killed the whore and it killed the whore or whatever. And then, uh, so I feel like she's probably got something to do with it. And if she's command, she's probably got the flea and all those people. Like she's probably got everyone else in on it. So I feel or at like least it's gonna... one other wing. Probably. Yeah, at least one other wing. Yeah, but I feel like definitely like something was said to Sammy Earl. You know, like, this is what's going on. Well, you need to go get in the good graces, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, which planting someone and assuming that they're going to pass Hall's trial and all that is kind of ballsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, they could they could have been getting help the whole time, too. I mean, they had well, Balandin. And yeah, they, they, sent, they knew uh, Balandin was an emotional leech. Yeah. So. I'm sure that whoever it was sent Balandin with Sammy Earl. Yeah. Uh, and Balandin made it seem like in the, in his final like con conflict, he made it seem like Sammy Earl was just the figurehead, and like like Balandin was actually running things. Yeah, but or then that, he was that talking was the vibe there. that I got. Yeah, he, yeah, he was talking there at the end and was like basically like like his his uh Sammy Earl's disposition has helped me a lot, but I basically I'm basically the one in charge. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, also good riddance, good riddance to both those motherfuckers. Balandin's not dead. Is yeah. he not? I thought he fell off the cliff. Yes. Yeah, he but fell it, off it says nobody, nobody, no death. Nobody, yeah, no death. Nobody, no dead. I was yeah. gonna bring that up too. I was like, he's not dead, because yeah. it said, um, like, Caden shot him with a crossbow, right, and he fell off the cliff, and that's it. I'm like, yeah, but oh, he's still alive. I mean, you're probably right. You're probably right. But also, he did knock out Valen. And like, there's no one around for him to draw anything from. Yeah, but I mean, he could have had, I don't know, he he could have had, I don't know, maybe like the last second he like figured out how to draw off his own emotion because he, he was feeling fear or something. And I mean, that's a little plot device too, I guess, but right. maybe he yeah. made the bolt miss or it's not like Kaladin's a dead shot either, you know? Yeah, well, I, I also want to know. You said Kaladin. Yeah, Kaladin. Just, <laughs> uh, 
I also that's another reason I want to know about the leech's powers because can they like can they store it like after they draw that's what on I was the wondering. well can they yeah. like just hold on to that energy and not release it yeah, but I'm assuming with the with the term whale, like I'm assuming they have to keep pulling from the whale. So I'm assuming yeah. they can't. Um, but you like, never know. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. I guess if they can't act as like a battery for it, then. That, but I, I mean, know, emotion. That, that he, but I mean, he has his own emotions. So to me, like he yeah. should be able to pull off his own emotions. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how like. Like, hard or soft this magic system is, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, it seems it seems like a pretty hard magic system. It's just we don't know enough also, about it yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, like, investiture levels of hard magic system. Though. Right. Yeah. Um, well, do so we have any other story, be story beats to well, Yeah, Caden and Valen are back together now. I know, Dylan, you wanted to say something about that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we see them get together at the end. Well, do we want to talk about real quick about how Valen handled killing Sammy Earl? We see him cut his arms off, and we think uh, yeah, like I mean, we was... think Valen's getting darker. Like, do we think he there's <laughs> going on evil a in him arc? now? Yeah. Well, I mean, just yeah. you know, he. Do we think he's going to be a little bit more? Because it talks about his emotional state, and it talks about how he was like feeling, not not necessarily. Well, I guess yeah, he was feeling darker than he usually would, or something. Um, do we think that the egg maybe made his emotional state or like his conscience? Like maybe we're gonna see like an internal, like a like a Ichigo. We got a hollow inside or like what? what? I don't know. That, that does seem to kind of be what it's setting up for. Also, Han's death I think really fucked with him, especially once he knew that it was Valandin and that she was like tortured. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And tortured twice. Yeah. Like. Uh, I think that definitely changed a lot for Valen's character. This... I think he is going to be darker and more brutal in the next book. Dil Dylan, you kind of like got my gear started with that question, though, because like now you've got me thinking like, OK, yeah, the egg or whatever, it turned his eyes um, like the deep black or whatever. Right. So mm -hmm. what if like also now he like just emotionally starts becoming darker and wants to take the throne from Caden? And then it's an inner family conflict. Yeah, it could end up that way. I mean, that's... I don't know why it couldn't. Do we think that's maybe, what's going on there? Maybe I don't know, like but Dylan's question more... prompted that thought. Maybe yeah. he becomes more like Sestrum-like or something. Yeah. And starts becoming, like, emotionless. I don't know. Yeah, starts viewing people with emotions as, like, less than. Yeah. Hmm. Which, Things I mean, is also about. kind of an emotional... Things to think about. Yep. <laughs> Uh, other than that, though, I was just gonna say, you know, we see them get back together, and Caden wants to go find this uh, tribal like warrior monks to try to figure out how to fight the Cestrum. Mm -hmm. Um But he doesn't want Valen to go with him. He wants he wants Valen to go to the Empire and figure out what's going on. Um, and I think the only one he agreed to take was Tan, right? I think he didn't even want yeah. the Skull Sworn girl to go with him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Because. She was freaky. Is Trist going with him? Uh, maybe. I forget. Let me flip. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Thought, he said I... he said Tan and I are going. The rest of you are returning to Anor. There's no matter. There's no more to matter unless you would disobey your emperor. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he's wanting to send everyone away, which you would think he would want to keep like maybe like one other person with him, but you know, whatever. But um, so we, we see them. They're gonna go to the capital. Do we have any like ideas on what's gonna happen? Dude, I have no idea. Like, I think is Adare even gonna confide in them about their dad? Because like her dad's letter said, trust no one, have no faith, have no trust, only believe what you can feel or see or whatever. And so yeah. I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I just know that things are going to happen. Yeah. I think, well, one okay, thing I is think... like, oh god. No, you go, you go. Well, so I, I'm wondering like what their relationship's gonna be like because Valen and Caden like kind of just snapped right back into things a little bit. Yeah, sort uh, of. Sort of, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm just wondering like, like MD said, is she gonna trust them at all? Because Valen is just gonna be. A catch roll one uh and two he's gonna have like these deep black eyes and he's gonna be surrounded by you know the other catch roll that are brutal murderers you know typically that's their disposition so is she gonna trust him at all or she's just gonna be like i don't know you from fucking adam like what are you doing here yeah here's my here's my theory i think i think the i think they're gonna be heading to the empire and the fleet and uh his crew are gonna be after him and yeah. I think there's going to be a confrontation there before they even get back to the Empire. Um, but I also think there's going to be another wing that's at the Empire, maybe saying, like, he went off on his own. He was, like, in a plot to kill Caden to try to take the throne for himself. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of, like, um, uh, like political lies and shit going on. And like you said, I don't think Adair is going to know what to think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking there's going to be a snare set for them at the capital if they don't end up in that con the, like a conflict with the flea or adam and fane or whoever yeah and, and like i said i think a lot of it's gonna be focused on Valen and adair next next book i think we'll see some of, of Caden going to see the warrior monks and like maybe like training with them but i think like the main like we get a training montage yeah we get a training <laughs> montage like the i think the main like meat and potatoes is gonna be uh the flea after Valen. And then Valen and Adair trying to do political stuff in the capital, and yeah, Valen yeah. May, maybe trying to clear his name. Yeah, yeah I, I could definitely see that. I think that's most likely where like Caden takes Adair's role from this book, where he comes in, Went they answer the some big along, question, yeah. move the yeah. plot along, and then go back to Valen and Adair. Yeah. Well, do we want to get into our uh, ratings? I think I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. All right. As always, we rate on three uh, things, setting, character, and plot. And so uh, we can start. Uh, who wants to go first? Dylan? Uh, we start with setting? Yeah, let's start with setting. What do you, what do you uh, think? Scale one to ten. Setting's kind of low for me because, like, the main the main like reason it would be high for me is, like, world building because, like, I, I enjoyed the magic system. Yeah. Um, uh, the birds. um all that uh like the kestrel like we were talking about so it's i i like the world building but as far as like actual setting setting i don't know are we grading those separate <laughs> like, i mean set world but, i think I it's know. kind of aggregate yeah right yeah. like it's where you're at on on both of them so i'll just say this i'll go ahead and i'll give it i'll give it a seven uh, i'll give it a six and a half because i really enjoyed the world building but as far as like setting, um, there wasn't anything that really just stood out to me. 
Um, I mean, the monks area was like pretty well described, but I mean, then it's just like a, it's just a mountain, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like we can do a lot more with the setting. Yeah. About you, Whitson. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six. Um, it didn't do anything like offensive and the world building as far as like the magic and the religion and the, the structure of like the government and things like that, that stuff is all very interesting. Uh, but like you said, he only really described um, Hook, the the island that they travel to from the Ketral base, and the monastery. And that's it. He didn't really describe the setting for her any any other scene. It was yeah. just like we're in the palace, and then here's dialogue. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That was yeah. Kinda, yeah. So yeah, I'm giving it a six. Uh I hear you guys. I'm gonna give it like a seven point five. And I think the reason why I'm a little bit higher is because, like, I really enjoyed the world building. And, like, I was constantly flipping back to, like, the glossary or appendix or whatever. And so I think I was a bit more immersed uh, because of that aspect. Um, but the reason why it's not higher is for the reason that you guys listed. Like, we're really yep. only at the monastery. We're really only on the island. At the very end, like... Yeah, Valen flies, but he flies directly to, you know, like, the same place. So we don't really get to see a lot of the world. I think that there's the potential for it to be way yeah. cooler um, in future books. And so I'm hopeful for that, but I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah. See, if we could – that's what I was saying, thinking. Like, if we could split world building and setting, then it would it... – world building would be way higher and setting would be way lower but yeah. putting them together uh, like i think one thing that he did well in this book um and that's kind of what we're complaining about is not giving us the first book is the journey on this long road through all these villages and this forest and over this yeah, mountain yeah. Yep. and here's the world here's the world um uh, he didn't do that so we're kind of bitching about the setting right now but then next book we're way more invested in way more invested in Valen, and maybe like for the first half of the book he's having to fly the bird low and land often and they're having to camp and like yeah you know, we see more of the world yeah, okay yeah. but we're already invested in the characters so we're yeah. not like as pissed off about it yeah yeah well that's, that's what that's what like i'm i'm just rating like i think we're all just rating setting for what like we think of setting but like it the world building's great. The world building, yeah. building's there. I really yeah. enjoyed the world. Well, I will say that the thing that makes it feel a little bit hollow to me is that we don't have characters or locations that are representations of like the religions or the you know the different orders or whatever. Well, I like, mean, the Ketral, the Ketral and the Shin have their you know their right. location. I just don't think we know of the that. locations of the other places though. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I think they yeah. they exist. We just don't know them, and so. Right. I, well, but I think, I think that's, that's what, part of it. You know, is the fact that we don't yeah. know yet. I think that's yeah. what my deal with it is: is the fact that there's a lot of potential for this world. Like talking about, I mean, you have an empire. Like I can only imagine what the the uh, the main city looks like with the the castle and all that, and then you've got all these temples for all these different gods and. Uh, yeah. Like if we looked at the map of this world, and I think there's one in the front, isn't there? The book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Map? yeah, yeah if is. we look at that map, like I feel like there's a lot of potential for what. Oh, for sure. Um, like setting could be. Um, yeah. Well, and I mean, think of it kind of like. To bring back my, my my metaphor that I always use, like Stormlight Archive, like book one, shattered planes. Book two, yeah. we zoom out. Book three, we zoom out even more. 
before yeah, we yeah. zoom out even more. So like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And so um, like maybe that's what's going to happen with this. So like while now it may seem small, I think it's going to grow to this massive scale. Well, you got to think too, we just came off Liza Locke Lamora, which that's the setting. Is, you know, he does such a good yeah. job describing it too. That's like, true. Yeah. So, but anyways, I, moving. Oh, what's I, I hope he does zoom out. Cause like I'm looking at this map. Yeah. Right. And it's pretty small. Like the Ketchroll Islands are somewhere over here. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, the Kieran Islands. Is that right? Is that where the Ketchroll yeah. are from? They're here and Caden is here. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're geographically like not that far apart. Yeah. It seems and like. it, it talks about how they have a whole empire too, and how there's this this other group on their borders, and that seems small for an empire to me. But maybe it's like bigger scale than we think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. I think that is the whole empire. Also, it says the Anurian Empire on it. Uh, yeah. 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 That is. It says the Anurian Empire. But I don't see like. I don't know, we could probably go over the map and make shit up all day, but <laughs> until it's in the text. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright, how about we uh, just go on to characters then? Matt, you want to take that one? Uh, Yeah, I'll start with character. Uh, I think this will probably be my lowest. Um, And I'll give it I think probably just a flat six. Like, they were good. I really enjoyed them, but we had so few and like i wanted more of a dare and i didn't get it i yeah. whenever i wanted more of Caden, he just be kind of became this like emotionless which was cool but it also wasn't that great to read all the time you know um yeah. and then valen like valen was cool um i really liked his arc and his his progression um i think they have the potential to get higher but just for this yeah. book specifically I think, I don't know. I feel like there just could have been more, you know? So I just give yeah. it a flat so, six. I feel like they were very, I feel like most of them were very 2D. Yeah. Um, I feel like we would get hints of 3D and then, but I don't, I, I don't feel like there was enough. And I'm hoping, like you said, I hope like in the next books, um, we're going to see them grow and we're going to see them like, like understand them more. Um, which I guess, I guess a lot of the reasons, uh, well, not a lot of the reasons they're 2D, but like I, they could stay 2D because all the emotion, like we're trying to be emotionless with a lot of the, it feels like that's a lot of the theme of this book. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give it like a, I'm gonna give it like a six too. I'm gonna yeah. Give it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, about you, Whip? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I I think I'm gonna give it a five for characters, and again that like. If I didn't enjoy it, it would be a four or lower. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not offended by the characters and I don't hate them, but I don't love them and I'm not really yeah. excited about them either. Like yeah. Valen is probably the one that I liked uh, being with the most. Yeah. But him and Caden both, it, it wasn't so much their character. It was the things happening to them and around them. Oh, yes, yeah, that's exactly. Point. Yeah. And they, exactly. they kind of just went with the flow with everything. And yeah. Like, they made a couple mistakes and like there were a couple dialogue things where it's like, oh, I said something shitty that I shouldn't have. I regret that or whatever. But by and large, they were just the sum total of things that happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they that's weren't a, very like specific. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I was saying they seem really 2D to me. I feel like the only like 
I feel like the main part of Valen, even that we saw where we could get like a, a feeling for his character and everything was when Helen died. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think so too. Yeah. There, there were a lot of those moments where I was like, Oh, Valen could become like a really cool character now. And yeah. we got a glimpse of it. We got a couple glimpses of it in the last couple chapters with him becoming darker and brooding because yeah. of all the shit yeah. that's happened to him. And like, be, being specific and flawed in like a unique way yeah yeah and i think that's why i leaned more towards a six than a five was because it was like i see the potential for for the growth there yeah um, yeah yeah i mean that's but, that's a fair point a yeah. six would have been totally reasonable yeah. to it you you verbalizing that Whitson like really really like turns my cogwheels and gets that going because like like you said dylan it does feel like they're 2d but i think they're 2d because they're constantly in a state of reaction and not in the yeah. state of actually doing anything, you know? So it's Yeah, just, they haven't had a lot of agency yet in the yeah, story. Yeah, how are they reacting to everything going down on top of them? And yeah. we don't get to see, like, who people are when they can make their own choices, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of where I was leaning to with the emotionless thing, because it's like, one of them's training to be this, like, hard-ass soldier that's got to basically be emotionless or they're going to get fucked up. And one of them is literally training to be emotionless. Right. And so it's like... And I feel like it, I feel like Adare is the one we got like the most like we see the most of her uh her character and we only right. see her for four chapters. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and maybe yeah. it's and maybe maybe it's because they're products of their environment. Um Yeah, she was we'll raised in the capital. Reading. She wasn't yeah. yeah. I think I think we'll just have to keep reading to see. Yeah. But for now, like they're pretty low. Yeah. Well, okay, that's that's a good question to follow up because we gave it pretty low scores, but is it going on your TBR? Are you going to read book two? Yeah, oh, I want one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah exactly. I already ordered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's where I'm at too. I'm going to read the second book. It's it's not at the top of my TBR, but it's yeah, on my but TBR. It's, it's on like it's TBR. going it's going to get read. That's um, what I feel like we give we we give like less than like amazing ratings, and we're telling people not to read the books. That's not the case at all. Yeah, like, read this know. book. It's a good book. Yeah. Like if we if we if we couldn't get through it, we wouldn't do an episode or we wouldn't do a podcast over it. Yeah, like, it's yeah it yeah. it's good. It's just it's there the is thing better is, out is, there. Yeah. There the is thing better, is yeah. is like we read a bunch on this podcast and also just a bunch in our personal lives, so we have so many things to compare things to yeah. that it's like it's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like well, if and, you took and, a high and, school athlete and put them up against like a pro athlete, like obviously there's discrepancy, but like if yeah. for a high school he athlete, could still be a good really player. Good. He's yeah, a great he's player. A good player. It's a great yeah. game to watch, you know? Yeah. But Yeah. And I, I'll honestly say I'm usually pretty snobby about just things in general. Oh yeah, and I'm well aware. I had a perfectly fine time with this book. Oh, <laughs> especially well, okay. expe yeah. I, I'll, I'll say that right off the bat. So like the first half was harder for me to get through, but the second half I sat there and did it all in one day. Like yeah. I said, I like me too. I, and I paid, I paid attention. <laughs> like I was into it. Like yeah, yeah. But uh, Woodson, you want to take plot? Yeah, you take plot first. Sure. Um, I'll give this one like a seven. Uh, I think he did a pretty good job on the plot of like making us curious because the questions that we were asking after the first half were the exact things that he went in and answered like largely fixed, in the second yeah. half. Um, so I think he did a pretty good job. I'm curious where it goes next. I want to read the next one and find out. Yeah. Um, there's there's political intrigue. There's interpersonal relationships, uh, even if they're not very deep or like complicated yet, but they're still there. Um, yeah, I give it, I give it a seven. It was good. Yeah. Um, I'm I'll probably give it like a seven point five, slightly higher. Um, I enjoyed it, but I think 
the things that I don't like about it were like things that we mentioned were like, uh, yeah, we obviously knew it wasn't the priest. So who was our second guess? Yeah. It ended up being him, you know? And like, it, it was very predictable in a sense at some places, but then also in other places, it just, it, you know, things happen that we don't even have the answers to. And so the mixture of the two kind of don't give it that high enough score for me, but it was still really good and enjoyable. I liked it. Um, as we talked about early too, like the plot kind of carried the characters. So yeah. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. 7.5. Um, I agree with everything y'all just said. Uh, I think that, um, like Whitson said, a lot of the things that we had said we wanted changed in the first part, he did every single one of them in the second part, um, except maybe one or two. Um, it connected Kaladin, or it connected Kaladin. <laughs> it connected Caden and Valen, uh, Stormlight on the Mine. Um, <laughs> it connected Caden and Valen like I wanted. Um, it had the political intrigue, like Whitson said. We had a murder mystery in the first half of the book. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like I feel like the plot, and I'm gonna put world building into the plot too, because I feel like a lot of like the things that are going on with the plot are gonna end up doing with the world building, like the Skull Sworn. I think yeah. we're gonna run into more of them. I think uh, the Blank God, like I think the gods are gonna have a, a big part. Um, so I'm putting world building. I'm probably gonna give it. I would. I, I'm not. You know what? I'm gonna give it the. I'm gonna give it eight. I'll give it an eight. I respect that. Just because yeah, I feel I like it, it, it did, I feel like it did carry me through the book. I yeah. feel like the plot did, and especially the second half. Like I said, I sat there and listened, to, and I want to read the next book. So, like uh, to me, it did a really good job. Um, my thing with what Matt said too is it being predictable. I agree, but I feel like it did it in. I feel like right books are going to be predictable sometimes, and I feel like it did it in the right way. Like yeah. I don't feel like it was like uh, uh, corny. I don't. Corny. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like no, it was corny. I, I agree. Like it was what it set out to be. For sure. I yeah. agree. Like, books are going to be predictable, and, like, it's a good thing for that to happen. Um, And so, yes, I, I agree with you there. I, I just think the that on top of the fact, though, that, like, there's still a lot of things that we're just kind of like, wait, why did that happen? Those questions are still – that kind of, like, levels it out for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's that's also where I'm at with it. Like a lot of the questions that he's made me ask, I'm like, the ones that he has answered, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like he made me wonder, and then he, you know, rewarded me for being curious and paying attention later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's quite a few things in there also where like the answer wasn't super satisfying, um, like the Vignate um, kind of stuff. To, to me, it was like a little weird. I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get yeah, a lot uh, more out of that though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, we're gonna get a lot yeah, more out of like a lot of things. Yeah, I don't feel like the vignette is just you know becoming because we see we we see Caden do it a little bit where he takes uh how to uh use the crossbow from Valen. I'm wondering mm. if eventually he can pull on that more, like learn how to fight. Yeah, like almost like almost like a robot, like like uh, downloading how to do things. I'm thinking Sharingan, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kakashi Sharingan. Yeah, yeah, just. Copy. Uh, but nothing, nothing in this book was bad or yeah. offensive, or it, it never felt like it was a waste of my time. It, yeah, it was a, it was a fun read. Yeah, fun yep. read. Um, well, we'll go ahead and wrap up here. 
Uh, next episode, we are going to be reading the first chapter of Six of Crows by Leo Bordeaux. So if you want to read along, get Burger. yourself a copy of the book um, and join join us as we read that. As always, make sure you share, like, subscribe, or follow uh, the podcast on your preferred platform. It helps get the word out. Um, we have our Discord linked in our YouTube description, so you can join that there. Drop uh, in the YouTube comments or in the Discord a fantasy question that you have for us. And um, yeah, before we before we close, though, we're going to say our TBRs. So what, what we finished reading and what we're reading for fun next. So like obviously we're doing Six of Crows, but like on the side, if we're do- reading anything else, what are we, what are we reading? Um, so who wants to start us off? Um, I'll take it, I guess. You go. uh, I'm still reading uh, The Dragon Reborn. Still on that one. Robert Jordan, nice. What about you, Dylan? Uh, I am on... I was told y'all I was reading The uh, Pariah last Mm -hmm. episode. Um, I'm on the second book, The Martyr. And uh, I uh, I 100% recommend them. I've enjoyed the hell out of them. Yeah. Uh, Mine, I'm going to pull off because i just finished it um so i just finished oh i I grabbed the wrong one with it Nico. they're both blue i just finished yumi and the nightmare painter by brandon sanderson which was secret project three from his kickstarter and it was really good uh i had a good time reading it but it's probably my lowest rated sanderson book but i think it's because i don't like romances so but i did enjoy it it's like freaky friday meets like fantasy japanese influence it's really cool <laughs> i enjoyed it um, have you started tress yet Whitson? no i haven't started it yet i've I've been trying to well <laughs> i've just wanted to get through uh wheel of time really badly <laughs> so i haven't yeah. picked up anything else no i feel that the second season's coming out on amazon soon i, I know and that's mm. why I'm reading The Great Hunt next. Dude, I want those covers so bad. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. I'm I'm bitching to anyone and everyone who this is not a sticker. <laughs> it is not a sticker. I have that same copy at the house. Why? <laughs> why? Oh my gosh. But yeah, Just what I you want on your books Amazon stickers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what... that aren't stickers. <laughs> I uh, I told Whitson um, a while ago that I stopped reading The Great Hunt because I had to start back up school. And he was like, I can't believe how could you have done that? And I'm like, I know. Especially where you left off. <laughs> so oh I'm, I'm excited to get back into it and go from there for the Amazon show. Yeah, those are really good. Uh, do we? So I have a question. Yep. Um, you can in- include this or not include this episode. Do we want to like start opening up our reading list a little bit like have people i mean i don't know i guess we need like more community engagement yeah if we can get more people to join the discord and stuff then i would be 100 percent down for taking recommendations and like we could do we could do a month where they vote on the book we read Mm -hmm. yeah i'd be down discord poll i'd be down for that yeah but we need you guys to join the discord to do that yep everybody join the discord yep if you're listening if you're reading along with us join up we would love to talk to people about this stuff in real time. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun, having a lot more community interaction. Yep. Um, but I think that's where we're going to go ahead and end this episode. Uh, this was a great book. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we read it. I'm excited to yep. jump into the next one, though. So we'll go ahead and end it here, and we will see you all in the next one.
Peace. Peace.